If you're a Disney Plus subscriber and you're watching The Mandalorian, Jack and I have a podcast for you. Every week, we'll discuss the latest episode of The Mandalorian and talk about other great content and maybe some not so great content on Disney Plus as well. As two lifelong Star Wars fans, we have a ton of fun geeking out over all the little details of the show, and we want you to join us every Monday. So search for Disney Plus Reviews. That's Disney P-L-U-S Reviews. Hey, Phil, how about that, Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda says, What's a podcast? Cause I used to just come into the studio and I'd sit here on my toshio and I'd listen to the music with no plan in my brainio. Uh oh. So you got pulled over, huh? Oh my goodness, I did. <laughs> Was that last night? Yeah, last night I got pulled over. You showed me the video of your daughter in the back seat, and it's kind of what, what was cute for me is you didn't give me any context. And you're like, here, play this video. Yeah. And I'm just watching you talk to your daughter. Like a basic cute mom talking to her daughter video. Yeah. Except there's blue and red lights blinking, out the, in, the uh, blinking in the back of your window. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I see what's there going on here. context clues. Yeah. And then, and then I say, Iris, what do, what do you have? And she's like, a sticker. And I said, who gave you the sticker? And she's like, the police officer. <laughs> That's right. Because mommy got pulled over. Yeah. I got pulled over because my lights weren't on. Okay. Well, I just didn't twist the little knob. Totally forgot about it. It's the were you first driving ever... in the dark with no lights on? Well, there are so many like street lights that were on yeah. that I didn't notice. I mm. like. I would like to think that at some point that I would have noticed, but there's a really good chance I wouldn't have because I was in mom brain mode. I was getting Iris food. This is this is what the officer walked up to. The quintessential like people from Walmart moment. Uh-huh. Uh, my hair was up in this really horribly messy bun i'm wearing uh an oversized blue and white gray flannel shirt Uh uh-huh and in yoga pants with like ugg boots essentially nice my lap very basic is riddled with french fries (laughs) um my daughter in the back seat has fast food splayed on her lap as well because it was a fast food kind of like. Have you mentioned the dogs yet? No, and then there's two dogs. There's two dogs in the car. In the yeah, who had pushed all of the things off of the chair to mm-hmm. sit down, and so when he asked for my ID, I had to basically dive into this massive pile of coats and hats and bags to find my bag. To right. Then go into the bag to then find the ID. It was a. It was a. It was definitely a moment where I could have absolutely been given a ticket. Yeah, but I, you weren't. I no. And Good. I, I didn't even tell you the best part. He he told me why he pulled me over. Uh, then he asked for my ID and for my registration, which I didn't have. I had my ID, didn't have my registration. He stood by the car for about a minute. I know now he was getting a sticker out of his pocket somewhere on his person because mm-hmm. he handed a sticker to me and i had asked him like is it okay if i tell my daughter about you because i didn't want to like turn around suddenly and like look in the back seat because they're mm-hmm. on high alert i don't want to sure you yeah. know so he was like sure so i had, I had said iris this is a police officer you know and and they're here to help kind of a thing and she's yeah. just like wow hi hello police <laughs> officer and she was really liking the lights that was pretty cool so then she gets a sticker which she loves and then uh, he leaves to go look up whether or not I'm a legal driver and all that stuff. And he's gone for quite a while. He comes back and he says, well, I'm going to have to is- uh, issue you two 
And then he hands through the window gifts. <laughs> he hands two plastic bags that I am only assuming that the police officers keep in their vehicle in case there's a child that's scared or uh-huh. in need or something. And he he's like, I'm going to have to issue you. And I'm like, oh, no. But then he like, you know. Turns it. Yeah. Plot and twist. So she got a little pink poodle stuffed animal. It's kind of like a pillow stuffed yeah. animal. And a pretty large Paw Patrol blanket, which is a TV show that's like the yeah. little dogs that are like police officers yeah. or something. So it was super, of course, that is. Yes. And a little card inside of it that says, uh, make today great or something like that. Nice. And so Iris was like given gifts, which only means she wants me to get pulled over a lot right she was so excited about this so Uh, so then i had to sit there and like open all the presents for her and she wrapped herself in the blanket and she's she's named the poodle mr schnoodle which i think is mr schnoodle that's great (laughs) yeah i call i call our puppies schnoodles yeah and so she's picked anyway so that was last night fun you ready for Pastor Dicer's parable brain. Sure. Sometimes in life, you can go along and everything's going well. And you don't realize that you haven't turned your lights on spiritually. Mm. And then you wonder, why can't I see anything anymore? But that power of the light is always there for you to access. Mm -hmm. Just don't forget it. And sometimes you have a jarring situation happen (laughs) to realize your lights off. That's right. And be thankful when it does happen and you're pulled over by the spiritual police officer, just be respectful and maybe you'll be given grace. (laughs) See, you're good at this. My husband was, okay, can I take it to a dark place though? Of course. Okay. So my husband was like, this is great. You should tweet about it. And I was like, you know, I kind of don't want to because I am a blonde hair, blue eyed, white female with a Mm -hmm. blonde my daughter's got the big blonde uh, pigtails and big blue eyes. And, you know, I think that there's an element of privilege with what I experience. Of course. And, yeah. Um, I, I know that officers, you know, everything is just it's really hard to talk about. But well, like, because you you, you don't want to you don't want to assume that the officer would ask, no, act any differently. I don't want to assume. Don't want to assume that. No. But there is plenty but of evidence in our country that it, some officers do, right. and I think that's important to remember. And so, what I didn't want to do is post it on Twitter and start a conversation about that. Not because like I'm okay with conversation. That's totally fine. But I didn't want it to be like a, you know, hey, here's something fun that happened. And then like bring more heartache to a conversation that's really hard because I see even, you know, in recent history stuff on Twitter of African-American people. Yeah. Driving while black. Yes. Yeah. And they're pulled over and, you know, horrible stuff happens and, you know. Yeah, they fear for their they they fear for their and very we're sheltered, lives. We're we're like you said, privileged and sheltered from <laughs> experiencing that and exactly how that feels and what that looks like. And that's you know, like I don't even I don't even know if African American is the right 
I, I'm, I'm I struggling. Do, I, I still just say black. Okay. The black community says black. Okay. Uh, the black friends I do have. I was raised to I, say African American, but I don't know if that was. I, I don't know if that's I, accurate. I, I think that's okay. People understand yeah. what you mean. I'm learning. Yeah. Language um, is important. Hey, language is important. And if you have insight into what is more acceptable or whatever, feel free to tell me because I'm open to learning. I, like I have just said, I am a very privileged person. So. Yeah. But anyway, that. Black people. People of color, they aren't black, just like white people aren't white. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm, it's I'm definitely more pink. It's yeah, yeah. You know, opaque. We're, we're really, peach, we're peach people and brown people <laughs> right. and light brown people and mocha people. But it's like POC. I think is like mm-hmm, you people know. of color. I think. Anyway, is but probably I don't them. think I'm technically a POC <laughs> uh, unless the color of the moon is a color. Yeah. Then I'm that. But we, anyhow, we, are, we are all are COGs though. Uh, okay, children. Of God, you got it. Whoa, <laughs> look at that, Pastor. No, but it's I. I do. I hear what you're saying, and I think uh, a lot of times it's difficult when you're speaking publicly too, and you don't yeah. know who you're talking to. Because if you have a friend, you can. Like I'm telling you this fun story, right. and I'm telling you the listener the fun story. You I'm guys not have, a person of color, but a listener might be. Been with us for over a hundred episodes. You right. kind of you have a vibe of who I am, and and so I feel more yeah. comfortable to sort of like go there. Yeah. But yeah, that was in my mind the whole time. And I, I drove away just going, man, I'm really, really privileged. Yeah. Because I, if I get pulled over, there's a 99% chance I'm just going to be given a like, yeah, a little, be fine. like, hey, even this if, just a warning. And even if you are given a ticket, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. It's not going to result in me being taken out of the car and my car searched or, right. you know, me having to call a lawyer or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's going to be sure. like, oh, you're a you know this this happens to me too like i went to the store it's just interesting we'll just keep talking i mean we're gonna do a new music digest today, but- welcome to a new music digest episode <laughs> where we talk about racial politics <laughs> i went to a store the other day uh it's a game store where you can uh you can actually rent and take home their games board games to, video yeah. games mm-hmm, board games board games and so you can kind of try it out. If you like it, you can keep it and just pay full price for it. But if you just want to try it out, you know, games are expensive, especially like the big ones. Yeah. Like 50, 60 bucks for a game. So you can just rent it, take it for 30 days. Um, I was new to the store. I was talking to the owner and um, I brought up three games to take home. Uh, and they're for chil- they're for children. So it's going to see if Iris, you know, liked them or whatever. He almost let me leave without giving him any information at all. No phone, no credit card, n- wow. not even my address. Just because, and he had to stop himself. He's like, oh, I'll just see you later. I was like, yeah, that's fine. But are you sure? Like I had, <laughs> you don't know me. Right. But there's something about, I don't know, just appearance or personality mm-hmm. or combination of them both where I have so many experiences where people just instantly trust me. Mm-hmm. And I could be so evil, right? Like, I could use this for such malice and dark mm-hmm. purposes. Yeah. But yeah. Wait, welcome to Racism 101. I don't I do not do that. Yeah. Is, is this Racism 101? Well, no, no, no. I mean, the idea that you could use oh. your your privilege and be blind to it in a way that you use other people with it. Like, I just that thought is it, part of... Like, legit thought it was normal for a long mm-hmm. time because it was just my life right and i didn't know any different that's so, why we have to listen right mm-hmm. that's why we have to listen to each other that's why i follow a lot of very diverse people on twitter mm-hmm. i've been recently asked like how you're following a thousand people that's a lot it is a lot but i follow people that are in palestine I follow mm-hmm. people that are in Israel who are like tweeting live with the things going on in their lives. Horrible stuff. Just 
they live in totally different circumstances. Mm-hmm. I follow people who are uh, reporters who are in different countries. And then I follow people in our own country who are very like who think completely different than me. Yeah. I follow people who support very, very different causes and approach them differently. And so my Twitter feed is legitimately filled with perspective. Yeah. And that's kind of the way that I, I'm trying to kind of wake up to this world and also know how best to introduce my daughter to it and let her know that this isn't everybody's experience but it gets to be your experience. Yeah. You know, you get to be the kind of kid that gets to be given presence when a police officer pulls you over. And yeah. so let's not take that lightly kind of a thing. Yep. Listen, so. listen to perspectives. I was just listening to a, a podcast this morning with um, it was about movies, but it was about a movie that dealt with race issues. And one of the guys was white. Uh, two of the guys were black. And they were talking about how there's been such a shift even in the black community about how you handle racism. For their parents, it was you just have to be 200% better than everybody else oh. to get ahead in the world. And now in this generation, it's like, no, we want equality. We don't want to have to be 200% better yeah. to to make it work. We want it to, you know, so just work. Just work. Yeah. And I think both perspectives have validity within that community right Mm -hmm. and so for me my response is to listen Mm -hmm. to understand that and to be aware of how my own privilege impacts that yep um and And i think think it's it's just it's valuable when you you have conversations with people just even being aware of like i can't help how the 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 state that i was born into the parents that i was born in you know to right none of us can i I can't help that environment we didn't we didn't pick our traits it wasn't a video game right but at some point in time you get to be aware of how when you talk from your own perspective yeah how you can try to be sensitive or aware or not like uh, you know i'm all encompassing you know you're you are not actually the center of the universe (laughs) (laughs) you're the center of your universe but you are not the center of the universe. And yep. those are two different things. Yeah. Um, so then I was just, I don't know. I was just kind of aware, like, let's just not, I don't want to tweet about this yet. Yeah. Unless I tweet at it from a perspective of, I just experienced something that I know not everybody does. And I don't know mm-hmm. how to feel about that. But And it's easier to talk about it here than it is yeah. to oh, tweet about sure. it in oh my God. You know, 288 characters or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well, thanks for letting me hijack the start of the no, show. No, look at that. It was either that or I was going to tell you about a funny story about my daughter manipulating me. So I guess we went. <laughs> you can hold the manipulation. We'll hold story. the manipulation story for later. You want to shoot a dough? Yeah. All right. Let's we're do it. we're going to do a new music digest, as mentioned. Uh, and of course, every new music digest here starts off with racism talk. Uh, <laughs> right. That's just how it works here at Shoe the Dough. No, it doesn't. It starts <laughs> off with our amazing producer, <laughs> Chef BDG. Chef BDG coming through. Uh, who is um, such as he's been such an incredible uh, part of our team that yeah. is like the unseen part of our team. Yep. Um, so what he does is he sends us a few albums to taste test and we sit down together, listen to an album of the first few songs from three new albums, mm-hmm. newish albums. Um, we've not heard them before. At least we don't think we have. And, I haven't heard any of these before. Okay. And so then we kind of talk about our experience as we're hearing the music and then we'll move on to the next song and so forth and, and pick kind of the one we're most curious about. Yeah, it's a community taste test. Uh, BDG is gifted. He's a gifted chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he knows the right ingredients to put together. Yes. And he sends us a little menu with information and Aaron always reads the menu and pretends like he knows what's going <laughs> Once on. Once again, I have not read the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, so let's jump into it. You want to? Yeah. Why not? Uh, oh, I just looked at the menu. Oh, it's gonna be good. Yeah. You excited about this menu? Yeah, I'm kind of excited about this menu. 
All right, we are uh, going to kick yum. it off with Social Club Misfits, who I've enjoyed uh, several Social Club Misfits songs. Uh, the album is called Mood Backslash Backslash Doom. Is which, it a backslash or is it forward slash? Forward slash. Yes, I'm sorry. Forward slash forward slash Doom, which, uh, by the way, is a palindrome. I'm sure that's intentional. Um, but Mood you, Doom. Mood Doom? Mood Doom is a, is, a, oh, is a palindrome. Yeah, it is a palindrome. Like Taco Cat. <laughs> yes, exactly like Taco Cat. Or race car. Or, or, or auto. Or madam, I'm Adam. Or or moop. <laughs> M- no, moom. Moop, poom. Dang it. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice try. No. Uh, let's start with the first song. It is called Every Time. Yeah. You. That was yeah. me. That was them. We, that was we them. know, Danae. That was me. <laughs> I feel like this is an expected kind of unexpected and expected yes. sort of vibe as in as in like okay this is their approach to this style and you know the conversation we were just having like this one of the first sentences he says is you know i've lost a couple friends and i'm like i don't even know how to identify with that in my world you know what i mean like it's just i i just haven't been yeah people can't ignore and talking to god's feeling more like a chore I can't go back to the way things were before. Feel like I'm stuck here, running out of luck. Here. This song for me could use a hook of some sort. I'm like I'm, yeah. I'm ready for something to connect to rhythmically yeah. and musically, mm-hmm. not just lyrically. Yeah. I don't want to tie, need to win it every time. Yep. Yeah. Alright. Wanna move on to uh It's kind of like when your friend calls you and they just start talking and they don't take a breath. <laughs> yes. And that's not to say it's not uh talented. Yeah. Not good artistry in the lyricism. No. All right, let's go to. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm surfing their Instagram right now, and I want to show you this picture of them by this little pool with like balls in it. <laughs> um, it, it they've sort of done some photoshopping that's brilliant, and I like I I like seeing stuff like this because like quirky, it brings fun, a kind of personality stuff. to them. Yeah. In a way that's apart from music. Like I I always find it interesting to go to a band's social media. Um, and since I don't have Facebook anymore, by the way, I deleted my Facebook. Yeah, nicely done. Hey. Welcome to the freedom. But the thing is, is that they tell, they give you 30 days to go back. And yeah, I'm so well in past my, my 30. In my head, I'm like in this weird, I could still change my mind, <laughs> but I've not gone there. Anyway, um, so on Instagram though, you know, it's just photos and stuff. So you can kind of get a vibe feel and they definitely have that kind of quirky yeah. That quirky vibe. Nice. Which of course I like. Song number two, I believe it's called K Loke. Um Okay. Loke. K Loke. Mm-hmm. Check it out. I like this. Yeah, me too. I really dig like that Latin flavor, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something about like the fullness of how they're delivering those lyrics. It's like real yeah. deep yeah, yeah. and passionate. 
Sígame. Which I like. Tell me, huh? Dígame. This floor here, chacho, olvídate. Estamos firmes en la liga fina. Eres Nutrigina Hot Players. I also like that it's stretches you in a way where you're like I don't understand what's happening but I'm liking it <laughs> you're kind of missing out on some cool like, uh-huh. club because I didn't pay attention in Spanish class <laughs> right you know it's it in many ways for me it steals one of the major things I look for which is the lyrics Purpose. what do they mean what is yeah. the message of the song that kind of thing they could be talking about um anything they could be talking about pez dispensers <laughs> as far as we know because we don't speak spanish could be jawbreakers could be gummy my bears. life he just said my life okay so not pez <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the feel of it though. It has a good hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was asking for last yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I enjoyed that. that. And that's kind of one of those. If I had the album, I would look up the lyrics, do a Google Translate, do some, you know, and I'd find my way into it, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't. No, no. You'd just be like, que lo, que lo, que. Oh yeah, I would Mama. turn it into one of those songs where I am mispronouncing everything, trying my best. <laughs> Yeah, I did like that there was a hook, but it still had that. Un- I'm going to use the word basic rhythm, but not like basic in an insult way. Okay, more like a uh, just a simple, standard. A sti- yeah, just kind of like that standard feel where there wasn't like a lot of shifting around, mm. which just means that they're going for like the depth of their flow. Like they their uh, art is present, right? So yeah, you ready for song number three? Yeah, I'm curious if it's going to be standard. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean as far as the yeah. the flow goes? Mm-hmm. Well, let's find out. It's called up. Yeah, uh, I've been down for too long, gotta run it up, pulling up in that room, room like a monster truck, yeah, came from the bottom, so I'm digging you know this intro, you know what's yeah. up, better check the score, numbers going up, yeah, going up, yeah, go, 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 going up, yeah, came from the bottom, so you know what's up, I'm not digging it. No, you're not like it. To, it's not uh, that I'm not liking it. I just, it's like I. It's not hooking into you. Yeah. Okay. But I like this one more than the first one. You do? I do. Uh, for me, there's a sway to it. Yeah. No, I can feel that. There's like I yeah. can I can feel myself like jamming to this. Right. And just kind of flow into it in the vehicle or wherever yeah you're in the vehicle you know doing something cool and i'm like can i do dishes to this <laughs> yes can. i can yes you can yes i can yeah i'm there now 100 percent, 100 percent. scrubbing that toilet 100 percent uh social club misfits uh, again the album title is mood doom mood doom um ready to go on to uh album number two mm-hmm. uh this is back not back but back is back back Beck, Beck, did Beck ever go away? Beck like Peck. I don't feel like I've heard from Beck in a long time. Good rhyming, Danae. Mm -hmm. This is a great job. Fleck. (laughs) Yes. How long do you, how how long do you want to continue? Aspect. (laughs) 
Does that count? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, close I, enough. Okay. It's close enough. <laughs> uh, Beck's latest album is called Hyperspace. Okay. Uh, let's listen to the first track. Um, on our menu, it was mentioned that we talked about his 2017 release in NMD 24. Oh. And he was surprised that it didn't win. Maybe this will be the year, he said. <laughs> May- <laughs> Keep those albums coming back. Who knows? Who knows what'll happen? Can you imagine if it was like on their website someday? Like I one uh, one the new NMD episode number <laughs> <laughs> on Shoe yes. the Dough <laughs> in the Rock and Roll Music Hall of Fame on their plaque, the, the very yeah. first item. Yeah, it's not even like we we don't even have a technical trophy or, no, or even no. like a logo. Yeah, and uh, the winner isn't even the best album nope. half the time. Nope, <laughs> just, just the, we're like just what? the one we're excited to hear another song from. I just want to know what the fourth one would be like i hated all three of those songs but they're <laughs> so listen. weird let's listen to the fourth one <laughs> yeah that's worthy of a plaque for sure oh no um all right uh first song's called uneventful days and again the album is hyperspace you know beck was kind of ahead of his time uh in many ways with kind of the like 8-bit kind of sounding music and mm-hmm Uneventful days, uneventful nights Living in the dark, waiting for the light I mean, I'm digging this so hard. Really? I love it. Is it a vibe? So you're just vibing with I it? I love sounds. Yeah. I love unique tones. I love it. Like, there's so much happening in the music right now. Yeah, I mean, I just want to be in on that conversation of like, you know, I'm just feeling like a like a little chime tone right here. Yeah, and then I want to bring in some synth sound here, and and, and then a little organ. Well, he's doing. And then I'm gonna layer it like this. I love what he's doing with his voice too. Uh huh. The chorus, it's part of the, the chorusing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah, I like this. A lot. I'm digging it. I don't think I'm into it as much as you are yet, but I, I am digging That's it for okay. sure. We are, we are different people. No, Danae, we have to agree on everything. <laughs> oh my God, works. can you imagine how much easier <laughs> the last eight years have, would have been if we had agreed on everything? Uh, and how much more boring we would boring. have been. Boring. <laughs> two Danae's on a show or two Aaron's on a show. Yeah. Instant yeah. lose. <laughs> Uh, Saw Lightning is song number two. Um, so is it like the tool, the saw, or like you've seen mm. lightning? So you think it's like a... Um, Are you like cutting it with... A carpenter? A carpenter. Has it like, in, he's like, catch that lightning. I want to make two where there was one. Bring me my lightning saw. Or is it I'm like... I'm going to saw lightning. Or is it like, uh, you know, I saw lightning last night. I'm guessing it's the second. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. But knowing Beck, man. I kind of want to hear a story about how you have to jump on the back of a unicorn, fly uh-huh. in the sky, yeah. grab some lightning, and cut that thing in half. Yeah. I kind of want that story. All right. Well, let's see if that's what this is. Okay. This is all lightning. Oh, what a guitar. Oh, no. This is definitely someone who saw it from their back porch. There was a day, yeah. I like this. There was a day, Ooh, 
I do, it's I do. playful. Yeah, I, I like how playful it is. It's cool. Yeah. This is a collaboration with Pharrell. Oh, that makes so much sense. Bringing in harmonica. That mouth harp. I just like it because even the first song, there's so much play happening. Mm-hmm. It's like a bravery to bring in new tones and elements. Yeah, but it allows the song to progress in really cool yeah. ways. Yeah, unexpected. Very nice. And that bass just dropped. Ooh, ooh, it's building. Okay, we gotta stop. Because you love it so much? We gotta stop. We gotta stop. Yeah, I like it too much. <laughs> Dang and it. He just keeps adding new, really cool new stuff. And I know the next album that's gonna play. Uh huh. And it's one of the bands that I really like a lot. Well, don't get ahead of yourself. We still got one more Beck song. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Is like I want Beck to win already because I want to listen to this whole album right now. <laughs> that was wow. so fun. Yeah, that the la- these last two songs have been really fun. This one's called "Die Waiting." Is Beck the one who did? Uh, he's the one who did um, "Where It's At," right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to do a par- Have I told you about the parody I want to do of that? Um, no. About podcasting? No. And it'll be two Caucasians in a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's fine with me. All right. Die Waiting is the uh, the name of the next song. And uh, tables in a microphone. Danae's all ready to move on, but we have to listen to one, one more song. Danae already knows she's in love with this album. Yeah. I'm kind of slowing it down, giving a little. Yeah. Um mentioned in the uh, menu slows down a little bit which makes sense because you know waiting takes forever oh man that deep the effect the on the tone. voice reminds yeah. me of early 90s maybe even mid 90s um, production style I used to love. I had several bands that would use that on their their vocals. It's just like a low chorusing of the the main vocal. I like his voice so much. I, yeah. Yeah. So bright and cheery for a song called "Die Waiting." Wow. Okay, Beck. Okay, you're bringing it. I like it. We see you, Beck. We see you. I like it. 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 You're really vibing on this album for sure. That's really cool. I you you 100 like this more than me, but I will say. Uh, I really do enjoy this. This is something I could definitely see myself putting on, having a good time with, just kind of having it on uh, in the house. So, um, yeah. It, it all—it also feels like something I would love to jam in a nice pair of headphones and really yeah. kind of get a feel for what's going on sonically, mm-hmm. um, you know, and like really crank it up. I feel like I could really crank those songs up and kind of lose myself in the atmosphere of them, uh, which is a lot of fun. Um, So this next album is Coldplay. Um, You're a big Coldplay fan. I I have enjoyed Coldplay a lot. 
in my time. So Although have you listened I've to this album of, then? No, but, okay. I, but I've sort of um, gone away from music in general over the last, I don't know, eight years. I just really haven't like jumped into music. It's kind of the first thing to go, isn't it? Like it's one yeah. of those things where it's like. My life is all podcasts Yes, now, that's what I was going to say. And I, I was thinking about this the other day. I literally used to be, I would go and I'd choose an album and I would, you know, you have to, uh, you could maybe listen to it if it was sampling at the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they didn't have a sample, you had to kind of go off of a friend's recommendation or just like, I like this person, I'm going to get this album. Um, and then figure out how to get it onto an iPod. Uh, and I would listen to music all the time back then. Yeah. I had my CD case and all like my big CD thing and I would run them through. I used to listen to albums all the time. I just don't, Me too. I don't do that ever anymore. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. I've started to in the mornings when, when Iris wakes up, I've started to in the mornings just put on a playlist from Spotify that's like a relaxing morning or groovy morning or something like pick something that has You should do the New Music shuffle. Digest playlist. We should, but we haven't. But New Music Digest has some songs in it that are like, you just don't necessarily yeah. want to wake up to. You should do an adapted <laughs> New Music Digest playlist. You should take the New Music Digest playlist and then pick your favorites. I really should. But like that album, like the one we just listened to with Beck, that's like one that you could put on in the morning and it has a brightness to it and it has some energy to it. I mean, yeah. we just listened to three songs, but. So I have a, uh, a good morning command for my Google Home uh, in our room. And the last thing it does is it plays a particular playlist. So after it's done telling me the weather and how long my commute drive is going to be down to get downstairs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please tell me you actually have that uh, in your af- digital routine. After it gets done uh, calling me uh, Aaron of the House Dicer, the Lord and Protector of the Realm, uh, it plays music from a playlist uh, that I specify. Please and tell so- me it actually calls you that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear that someday. Okay. Well, we can have, right, there's here one in here the in the room with us. So. Oh, because you can run the morning routine. Well, I, can just ask, I can just ask what my name is. Okay. So I don't know if you'll be able Let me see if I can get it close to the microphone. Okay. Hey, Google, what's my name? Your name is O Great Aaron of House Dicer, Supreme Lord Chancellor and Protector of the Realm. See? I can't. <laughs> I can't. I am. So every morning, no. <laughs> it tells me that. And every, every night when I go to bed, <laughs> it tells me good night. Hey, listen. Yeah. There are times you surprise me. Uh huh. This one's a surprise. Really? I would never have expected you to title yourself Lord Chancellor. <laughs> it's just a little ego boost. You know, we all oh need it every gosh. once in a while. Anyhow, uh, so yeah, so what I found is that is the only time I listen to music anymore. In the morning Is time. when Google plays it for me in the morning. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, it's kind of cool. It's just a reminder we need to have this segment in our lives. Yeah, I agree. 100% agree. So let's listen to Coldplay. I'm a little nervous. First song is called Sunrise and the album is called Everyday Life. Now it does say that it, this is an instrumental. Okay, well that's so, fine. We'll just kind of listen. Okay. It's very quiet. Yeah, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored too. <laughs> but you're like, yeah, let's listen to this instrumental. I mean, it's beautiful. I feel like it could be a movie soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, it's legit orchestral musicianship. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody, what, playing a recorder? <laughs> yes. Playing hot cross buns on a recorder. It is a little curious in that. It makes me sort of not want to listen to the rest of the album. It's an interesting it's decision, bit, right? It's a it's a bit depressing sounding. Mm. Not depressing isn't the right word. Um, be- Do you think it means something? I don't know, but I don't think I'm ready to start off a Coldplay album like 
pondering the depth of emotion and love and if someone's just lost something because you know like this type of music has a presence to it mm. and this one's like I wonder if they're it's telling a story. It's called Sunrise. So I wonder if they're just kind of telling a story. Like, this is like the wake up, you know, kind of get out of bed, sun is coming up, you know, kind of uh-huh. get ready for the day kind of music. And consider all the things that are dark and depressing in your life. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a hopefulness to it. It's beautiful. Yeah. But I'm confused. <laughs> all right. Can we be done now? <laughs> the sun has the sun has risen. This is not a good this is not a good sign for me. We can uh, we can be done with sun. Oh, good. One. And the next song is called Church. All right, let's see what Coldplay has to say about church. Okay. I didn't turn it down. I promise. That's how that's how quiet it starts. Okay. It's like the fade in. I mean, that's it's a cool vibe. It's a very typical uh, Coldplay backbeat. Feels you know? like it, yeah. What can I tell you when I'm with you? I'm working on it. Watching you sleep in there. Very contemplative. What can I get? Feels like a uh, sting solo verse. Yeah. You know, I think the expectedness of his tone and, and like even like how he's singing, like I could take that and I could. Control C, Control V over to another song with different music. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes me sad in a mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But I've said that about other music as well, right? Where it's like someone finds their range and they kind of have that comfortable place where they are and that's yeah. like where they stay and that's okay. But I don't know. I don't know. Message wise, I mean, it sounds like it's comparing a love relationship to the idea of worship, you know, the idea of going to church. Um, so, um, yeah. on the menu it says, I think social commentary is more of what everyone likes about this album. The music is nothing special for Coldplay. It's pretty standard fare, but for the inclusion of a sample from Ahmad Sabri, a Muslim musician who was murdered in 2016. Mm. I suppose inclusion is the point, actually. Yeah. Said. And that leads us to the third song, which I did do a little research on just because it has an explicit tag. It does. And I yeah. wanted to understand why it had the explicit tag. And it isn't for any kind of language or anything like that, but it's because it's uh, speaking of, I mean, we had the conversation at the beginning Whoa. of it. Isn't this weird? I just read the menu. Whoa. Isn't that weird? Ooh, wow. So this is about what we were talking about, the idea of... Getting pulled over. Getting pulled over, traffic stops as a person of color, um, and police what violence. What in the world? Yeah. I cannot believe we just talked about this. Isn't that weird? And then we're... I promise you we didn't plan that. We did not that plan was not, that. You know, so... Man. <clears throat> but anyways, okay. that's why it's explicit, because there is a... And I don't think we'll get to it, but there is actual recording in this song of a police stop that goes wrong yeah the audio clip taken from a traffic stop gone wrong so so yeah 
So I guess also prepare yourself to hear something, although, like he said, we're not going to probably get to that point since we don't listen to the entire song. But we'll either just, either way, be prepared for something be prepared. that's yeah. deep and... This one's troubling. It's called Trouble in Town. Trouble in Town, yeah. I wonder if the whole album is this way. Kind of Just like very contemplative and yeah. downtone. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why it's set up with that first instrumental to say, okay, right. this is this is this album. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense now, doesn't it? Yeah. Trouble in town because they cut my brother down Because my sister can't wear her crown There's trouble, there's trouble in town You know, it feels like they just made a decision as a band Like, yeah. like let's make a statement, this album Yeah Oh my goodness, there's blood on the beat Lord at the jungle, Lord the Lord of the street there's blood on the what? Beat? Beat, maybe? B? Street? No, it wasn't street. I mean, I like the vibe of it. Like the, the bass line. Mm-hmm. I'm really liking that. Well, I mean... It's definitely a different vibe. Uh, well, and it's, oh, it's uh, there's blood on the beach. He's saying beach. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think we what we've discovered in kind of tasting the first three songs of this album is they definitely uh, came with a consistent thematic purpose to this album, which is mm. kind of strange these days. That used to be the, the thing, thing, right? Yeah. But now because singles are mm-hmm. with, you know, digital releases and that kind of stuff, uh, even more important than albums, albums can, you know, have kind of become secondary. Um, artists really just try to find a bunch of great singles that, mm-hmm. you know, will entertain. And they've said, no, we're going to make an actual album. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, and now reflecting on what we've heard in those two songs, I can understand maybe where the sunrise has that more right serious tone to it like get ready like yeah find yourself in this space with us we're gonna go into we're gonna do some work in a contemplative way which means to really absorb this album you sort of have to be in a mind state and that first song can sort of assist in that meditative like acclimation process which is interesting it's interesting to think of it like that it is because then it becomes um more of a a communicative piece of art mm-hmm. rather than a wallpaper piece of art, right? It becomes, it's not something you put it's like on an experience. and do dishes to yeah. or, you know, no, no, jam no. in the car or whatever. It's something no. I have an hour and I want to experience this. Yeah. At least we're assuming. It's more we like a movie than an album. In some we ways, haven't listened you know. to the rest of the album. Correct. So Correct. we're making a major assumption in that statement. Yes, yes, yes. But the vibe I get, the, my curiosity would be if it's sort of like when you go to like an event and you have like a foyer area where you step in and then you go into the art mm-hmm. afterwards. And the first song is sort of that foyer where you're sort of acclimating yeah. before you go into the tank. It's a musical foyer. Yeah. Uh, at least that's what I'm wondering, which makes me curious about the rest of the album and what it has to say uh, since, it, since it is a more serious tone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool. Very nice. Unexpected. And also what a really interesting tie into our conversation earlier. I know. Like I'm still kind of freaked out by that in a way. Stuff happens, right? Like maybe it was for a reason I didn't tell you about my kid manipulating me. And we went to that more deeper place, you know, which I almost didn't talk about. So it's kind of like, 
I sort of feel like I'm having an out of body experience in a way. <laughs> Which well, it's is one a, of those invisible a, hand moments, right? It, it's a God wink moment, and it's a testament to the song too because it definitely changed. It started started taking me into a, a deeper space. I was starting to get nervous about listening to the audio though mm. of, of the of being pulled over. Yeah, I was starting to get nervous about that. And I'm glad that we didn't listen to it in a way, but I also feel like yeah, it didn't, it didn't. It doesn't feel like this is necessarily the space to experience that together. No, and I, but I, but part of me is like when I was talking about earlier with following people and and exposing myself to uh, other people's life experiences, even if it's difficult. Like I choose to do that so that I'm aware of and of the pain of other people's mm-hmm. pain. Yeah, and I think when you couple that with the music like this, uh. I was again set up for some some tears, some tears. I think, yeah, and I don't, which is okay. I don't know. You've cried on the show before. Tears are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get on to the tune du jour. Yeah, we're going to decide uh, of these three albums uh, between Social Club Misfits, Beck, and Coldplay, which of these three albums we're most curious to hear one more song from. And while we contemplate that, the chef has brought out a tune du jour. Yes, a little apertif, if you will. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know who this person is that he's bringing to the table, or uh, this music is. Marzil? Yeah. Uh, Marzil is... Oh, I thought it was Mars the Third. Okay, sure, go ahead. I think it's Marzil. Um, I don't know. It's just the capital I looks, you know, like and, the and same the as two, two lowercase the two L's. lowercase L's. Looks like a three. <laughs> they all look the same. Like a, like a Roman numeral three. <laughs> I thought it was... Win Win by Mars the Third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the album is Win Win, which is W I N W H E N Win Win, and uh, the song is also Win Win, which is probably because it's a single. So let's uh, let's check it out while we're thinking about what we want to vote for. Let me describe the menu to you. In two thousand four, Mars the Third. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh to death, ziplock suicide. Who desire to be the next contestant on the coolest? Gotta walk a plank and leap into the purest vibe. You'll arrive, burn off the sacrificial lamps to build a new design. Oh, give my number to the politician party rock and sock you in the face for saying nonsense. Fine print, diluted to conscience. Cover up the smell of teen spirit with like mindset. It. Yeah, no bread, call me clue and freestyle. Writing the eulogy of competitors beautifully. If you can breathe, scream it out like Judas Priest. Here is where we consider the source and torture, but with the condemnish chest and truly speak and say you know your teeth. It's flowing. Yeah. I speak to gangsta rap ciphers like I'm schooly D. I patch militias to organize in the mutiny. I'm high seas. Still want that hook. That's my thing with hip hop. Like I love it. I, I like. There's real skill in what he's doing oh here. Oh my god. Yeah. And dust turn it out time one more time push it in the middle never rent it if you forget it and sit it out again it's just a little bit we give it all to live it this minute but i'm a slave I mean, i'm a slave to the hook just oh there's a little bit of a hook there i guess yeah that works i like that yeah. i wish we'd have gotten to it sooner but yeah i get it i got a loaded so pointed at you yeah, I dig that. I feel like we all just need to take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> Marzil, can you please breathe? Whew. That was. Um, it says this album was going to be to push them into the mainstream and launch their career to new heights in 2004, uh, called Propane. 
mm-hmm. but it stalled due to some sample clearance issues and eventually released in 2006 with some modifications, but it was pretty quiet release uh, because of the delay and we didn't get to see what could have been. Released on New Year's Day, Win Win is the first proper release from the duo since then and they haven't missed a beat. I can only hope this means there is more to come. They're very talented. Uh, I do remember listening to Mars Ill back in the early 2000s um, and enjoying their stuff. So uh, it is good to see that they're still still flowing. Mars the third. Mars the third. Yeah. I apologize. No, it's no problem. I'm here <laughs> for clarification purposes. Uh, no, I thought some of that stuff was super smooth. Like mm-hmm. this, the rhyme schemes and the it flow. It actually kind of and... reminded me of Social Club Misfits in a way. Mm-hmm. It had a really similar kind of like feel to the first song we listened to. Right. Which yeah. is fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready to vote? I have a feeling I know Beck. your vote. Sorry. Well, no, well, no, that's fine. I, I'm with you as well. I, let's let's uh, let's go with Beck. <laughs> And now he and now he can put it on his uh, rock and roll hall of fame induction. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. You know, winner of New Music Digest uh, episode number uh, forty-two of New Music Digest. Uh, anyways, uh, the song is called "Chemical." It is the fourth song, and we will celebrate Beck's win by listening to it together. Here it is. Oh my! Wow, we're back in the eighties. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> It's that synthesizer uh, foundational note in the background that does it. Man. I I don't know where I am in time. I was not prepared for this. He's definitely an artist. I, 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 I love the chances he takes and... This is chemical? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So ethereal. I feel like somebody's on drugs. Is it you? Yeah, I feel like guys. <laughs> You're probably right. There probably is someone on drugs. We've just, I, maybe it's just this hard. Ooh. Ooh, that was nice. Yeah. I like this song. Um, I, I mean, is it called Chemical? It was because like, of drugs? Did, did that, like, we just left this, in, like, Marzel, like, uh-huh. to this. <laughs> Yeah, it's very chill. Yeah. It's funny because I think if had we listened to... Is he saying I'm so high? I think he is. is. Are we talking... If the song is about drugs? I'm gonna... I don't know. Okay. But it is kind of tripping me out a little bit. Like, I feel dizzy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and he is saying I'm so high. Love is a chemical. Oh, it's comparing love to drugs. Mm-hmm. I, I really dig this song. Very nice. There you go. Yeah. Way to go um, back. Yeah, I want to listen Love to that entire album without having uh, Marzil right in, <laughs> in between it, or, or Coldplay even, uh-huh. because I feel yeah. like. 
Beck was was its own experience, and then we flip over into Coldplay, and then we like dip back into rap, and then we go back yeah. into it, and it just felt like like somebody slipped you an edible, and it and, and it <laughs> it starts to hit right in the middle of Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> this sounds like you've experienced this. <laughs> nope, I haven't actually. So what you're what I hear you saying <laughs> is you don't want to be interrupted with listening to this album. You want to listen to the songs yeah. back to back. Is oh what my you're, god, is what you're saying. Ah! <laughs> the show today everybody can't get much better than that thank you so much for listening to another episode of shoe the dough in the segment new music digest we hope you had a good time a special thanks to our producer mr lovely chef Benedict. yeah we appreciate the the monthly menus for uh, new music digest by the way if you're listening to this in the new music digest feed as its own podcast hi Hello, do you know that uh, Shoe the Dough is... We're doing more stuff on that feed. Yeah, as yeah. well. So um, so just want to let you know there are two of the feeds that you can uh, subscribe to, and we thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. And if you want to support what goes on here at Shoe the Dough... We have the a Patreon. Studio we have Patreon. ...DNA Podcast Network, you can go to the Studio DNA Patreon, patreon.com slash Studio DNA. Keeping it simple. Keeping it very simple. It's just $3 a month uh, for membership, and that membership gets you access to the entirety of the Studio DNA library, uh, including any bonus episodes that the podcasts on the network do. So uh, you can check that out again at patreon.com slash studio DNA. And thank you to Chris Tilly, who did the uh, intro outro music. We appreciate that as well. And uh, thank you to you for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.